looking to get side of Fon, Lafondra away from Davis, 3-1 Reading, 3 points Reading. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast. And I've got to say the intro music for our podcast has slightly depressed me after last night's 2-1 defeat to Fleetwood. Um, yeah, flatlined, depressing, really very little to look forward to. In fact, there isn't anything to look forward to with Redden Football Club, is there, Alex? I mean, it's just a complete shit fest, isn't it? Yeah, every week you think, oh, this is rock bottom. Can't get any worse than this. And every week they find a new way to hit rock bottom. Yeah, and the scary thing is, I don't think we've hit the real rock bottom yet, have we? <laughs> it seems very unlikely. Um, it's, you know, we're just going further and further. And at the minute, it, it appears like it's not going to end anytime soon, really, does it? Like, this season is... It's almost a write-off already, it feels like. And, you know, you, you almost think, well, rock bottom isn't going to be this season or whatever any result is. It's going to end up being sometime next season or, or season after. Even. Who knows? Yeah, and we are well and truly adrift in the League One relegation table. Just a measly eight points adrift, Alex. It's, um, yeah, it's just depressing, isn't it? Yeah, I think, what is it, eight points adrift and we're on, is it six? So we're already more points adrift than we have actually got points on the table at the minute now, um, which is just a dreadful way to look at it. Uh, we're five points behind Fleetwood. Like, I just I couldn't have imagined us saying this even six months ago. Really, if I'm being perfectly honest, I would have struggled to think. Yeah, by by October, we'll be five points behind Fleetwood in the table and second bottom of the league. Um, you know, I think however bad people thought this season might be and however much we might struggle, like this is a completely different level as to like the struggle that people were expecting. Yeah, and I'm sure there'd be some smart asses out there saying, oh, I saw it coming and all this. No, nobody saw a scenario this bad in October. That, when, that's the and obviously, we have to account for the fact that four of those points have been deducted. So maybe it's slightly deceiving, but we'd still, still be there. Saying- we're still second bottom, even with the four yeah. points added back to us. And like, I'm sure, yeah, you can, you know, you can caveat it with X, Y, and Z. But ultimately, we've we've lost nine games out of thirteen. However, you want to like paint it, we've still lost nine games out of thirteen in the league, which is, you know, terrible in its own right. Um, yeah, it's not an amazing squad by any means. It's it's not a squad which is capable of, you know, winning the league or something, but. Equally, what like what's stopping them from pick up points against you know the teams at the bottom of the table? You know we've lost against Northampton a few weeks ago. We've lost against Fleetwood. These teams aren't they're not that good. Um, and yes, I know Reading aren't that good either. But also, it's just you've got some talented players, and we're so far below the level of performance that they should manage. It's 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 just. It's beyond frustrating to to watch them play football at the minute. Yeah, it is just sad watching us being this bad. You accept it if you um uh, as a fan that you're going to go down at some point. It could easily happen to any club. You could accept it can be rubbish, but there's no light. There's no light at the moment, and uh, that's really hard as a fan going and thinking. Actually, okay, well maybe we're losing now, and maybe. 
in the terrible scenarios that we get relegated to League Two, but there's some, you know, shining armour, some on the back of the horse coming in to save us and, like, not even save us, just Stop slightly us. put us in a better direction and give us some hope. But yeah, just put the on the break, right? Like, it just, you just want to see... I don't... I'm not expecting somebody to come in and turn turn the club around in, in a season. That isn't going to happen. But I just want to see an end to decline. That's all. I, like, it's a, it's so depressing to see a loss and a loss and a loss. And there's no end in sight for it. Like, you can't... I, when's our next win going to come? I've genuinely got no idea. But no clue when when we might next win a game because we we don't play with any type of belief or or any type of kind of even game plan to an extent. It just doesn't feel like we've really got an idea as to how to beat these teams. And yet every other team in the league that we're playing at the minute has fully worked out how to beat us as well. Uh, yeah, which is not common, not a good combination. Obviously, we've come on to talk on about Ruben Sellers, but let's quickly go through the goals from last night because as torturous as it is, uh, we've watched them back and we were both there as well. And uh, just on the atmosphere last night, obviously at the end, it turned sour, which you would expect. I was amazed there was as many people there as there was last night because honestly, there is very little motivation. I, Reading is a painful club to support right now and has been for many years. And it's all culminating now. Um, last night's defeat, defeat wasn't, you know, completely out of the blue. It wasn't about last night. It's about the last three or four years. But I'm not going to go into that because we've been through that many, many times. So let's talk about that first goal. So in a must-win game, what do we do? We concede in less than 90 seconds, Alex. And the shot, maybe from 30 yards out, I'd say? Yeah, I think it's about 65 seconds or so. I know I looked up at the clock just after the goal mm. and it was like one minute 10. And you just think, what's the point? Why are we bothering? Uh, the goal itself is, is just it's just another goal from, from long range, which we've conceded. Um, I lost count of how many goals we concede from long range in the last couple of years, but that's two in two games now. And the initial ball in is defended and it's okay. It's, it's headed away, you know, quite a long distance from goal drops back out to the, the Fleetwood player. Who's, as you say, 30, 35 yards from goal, I think. And he takes a touch and he, he kind of just, I mean, I would say drifts past Harvey Nibs, but he really doesn't. He just kind of carries on running. Um, Nibs basically does absolutely zero there. He hits it from, 30 yards, I'd say. And it's it's a decent shot. It's not a great shot by any means. It, it's not got that much power behind it. I, I mean, given it's from 30 yards and it's gone in, I don't think it's an incredible, incredible shot. It's well-placed, but it's not an amazing shot. Lewis Wing kind of spins around to try and block it. I'm not really sure what his, what his game plan is there. And David Button doesn't get down quick enough and it ends up in the bottom corner. And we're one or down in a relegation six pointer after 70 seconds it's like you just think to yourself oh here we are great great job by all, all concerns there to to do this i saw some people blaming the formation by the way after this goal um online and i mean let's be honest the formation had nothing to do with the fact we've gone one nil down after 70 seconds it's just it's a crap formation to be playing and it doesn't work but 
it's, it's that's not the it's not the fault of the formation and the system that we've gone one and down it's it's you know it's bad bad defending not you know not not closing down and then poor goalkeeping yeah it's it's low quality all over isn't it from us um i've got to say um i took charlotte last night and she volunteered to go about an hour before the match and what a game to go to eh? i mean in many ways i think she had a cracking night because she just thought we were absolutely shite and she was absolutely correct but we were sat about 10 meters away because we were sat in the Dolan stands, not like 20 meters maybe from that first minute goal from Lowell. And I thought, oh no, no, that doesn't look good. And yeah, it just just goes into the corner. And you're right, maybe Button should do better, but that's why he's playing for us, isn't it? You know, he, he's not a, a decent goalie, is it? When was the last time we had a decent goalie? It was probably in like, you know, 1987. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be back then, couldn't it? It's, it's it's a frustrating one to concede because it's that you you basically knew what the game was going to end up being like after that Fleetwood would try and sit in and and in fairness to them that's what I thought once the goal had gone in I thought you know what Fleetwood will try and sit in here and try and just hold out for a one nil for ninety minutes and in reality it just didn't play out like that no. like that first half Fleetwood could have scored three goals and we could have gone He's... in at the half time three nil down and there would have been zero that we could have complained about I think they hit the post and Button made a really good save in that first half alone and Guinness Walker did his one good thing during that half and he managed oh, to not score an own goal Guinness I mean Walker. he was in that first 10 minutes I think he was shocked that the game kicked off at eight o'clock he was waiting for 8 15 because he was absolutely abysmal I've he wasn't the only player seen, out there. Uh, this is I've never not seen me just saying the him ball away. Playing, but he was never, terrible. Yeah, I've never seen a player get the ball away so many times as Guinness Walker did in that first 10 minutes yesterday. And with such regularity that it was so far away from what he was intending to do. Um, and the one that stands out to me is that he played a ball from left back to the right winger. And it's just 20 yards away from where he's trying to play the ball. And you're like, what are you, like, what are you looking at when you're playing the ball there? It's as if he's just kicked it and not actually looked up at any point as to who's over there. Um, and, you know, and I'm going off on Guinness Walker here a bit, but he definitely wasn't the only one doing that yesterday. Um, multiple players, just they just lump it with absolutely no kind of idea as to what they're aiming at. And it's it, the basics are just so lacking in the, in, in the team. Um and I know we can easily say it's a it's a quality thing that they, they they lack, but we can't keep the ball. Like being able to pass the ball between you yourselves is not a quality. Like it's not something which is you don't need to have high quality players to be able to keep the ball. Particularly, I don't think. Um, yes, maybe if we're moving up the field, but like we just lump it at absolutely nobody um, so often. And I mean, there's, there's so many culprits from it from last night. Guinness Walker does it. Harley Dean does it. Lewis Wing. Lewis Wing is a dreadful um, person for this. He he just every every time he wants to put the ball in the box, he has no idea where he's really putting it. He just hit and hope. Um, there's no kind of many like, years of Ainsworth will do that to you. I feel it's it's just draining to watch how poor they are with the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it is really draining. I felt a little bit for Kamara last night. He came off in the first half after about 30 minutes. Um, 
it just wasn't working out for him. Was he injured? He claimed he wasn't, but who knows? Who knows what the truth is with managers? You never know. And Aziz came on. And to be fair to Aziz, I think he did okay last night. Was he amazing? No. Was his final pass as frustrating as hell? And you never know where it's going to go. 99% of the time, it was. But compared to everyone else, I thought he got maybe a five. Let's put it the that thing way. With, the thing with Aziz is, uh, and last night really typified it for me, is that when he came on, he was at least involved. When I compare what Aziz is doing to what, say, Nibs is doing, I look at Aziz and I'm like, yes, he hasn't got an end product. Yes, he can't score. Yes, he doesn't assist, so on and so forth. Yes, he's not a particularly amazing player. He's not playing very well. But he's at least on the ball. On the other side of the pitch, we just have nothing. Every attack goes through Nibs, which is ultimately, I think, why he gets scapegoated a bit because there's no... like. There's nothing on the other side to go through. Um, I think once half time comes, it, nearly every week, Harvey Nibs just basically goes into a shell in the second half of nearly every game. I couldn't tell you a good second half that Harvey Nibs has had. No, no he goes on to miss a good chance later on in the second half, as we come on to. But um, yeah, he's quite a limited player. That was quite obvious from the day that we got him. He's got a little bit of pace. He can pass it sometimes, but his first thought is to not really do the incisive pass. He hasn't got that in his locker at all, has he? I've seen no evidence of that. So we move into the second half and um, we get a chance, ironically, from a long ball. Wing heads it on to uh, Sam Smith. Sam Smith beats the defender, kind of brushes him off, really. Not much uh, going on there apart from that gets a crossing, gets deflected back to Ballard and he scores. Now, only just before this, Ballard had missed one. Had, I, I have no idea what was going on there on his head. But from an Aziz cross, let, let's point this out. Ballard has to score there. That is not a bad cross by Aziz. Yeah, it's like Aziz puts in a reasonably good ball. It's on Ballard's foot and he just stands on it, basically, doesn't he? He should score. Eventually, an open goal. I've yeah. no idea how he doesn't score. Um, you, when you look at last night in in totality, we could have had we probably had four big chances, I'd say, mm. and we've come out with one where we've scored. The the you know the the lack of clinicalness is really bad. Um, and, you know, it's not all on, on Ballard because he stood on the ball that one time, but it's it's just so like it's just so frustrating that they, they seem to be almost scared to shoot at points. I think Ballard had one in the first half when he kind of cut him from the right-hand side, had a lot of space and put it onto his right foot because he clearly didn't want him on his left. And then he took two touches to try and get closer to the goal and he still didn't shoot. And then we ended up winning a corner from it, but he hasn't actually had a shot on goal from there. It's... The players play, it'd be interesting to get your opinion on this, Paul. The players play with very little belief, A, in themselves, but B, in the system. Um, Ballard there is a good example, but and, uh, the other player who really kind of like, um, you know, epitomises this for me is Charlie Savage. He, he he has no interest in making a tackle. A 50-50 with, uh, with an opponent player and Charlie Savage is more like an 80-20. He has... He he will not. He doesn't. He doesn't want to go in for a tackle um, where he might get collided with. I think there was a moment in the second half when the ball kind of dropped outside of the outside of our area, 
And Charlie Savage is, is the closest player to the ball, but a fluke player is running at the ball. And if, you know, you know, uh, when two players are running at the ball, they're going to collide in the air and, you know, they're both competing for a header. And he just kind of pulls out of it and the Fleetwood player just takes the ball away um, and they create another chance from it. And watching him play in midfield is, is really frustrating because he, he just seems scared to get into a collision with, with opponents. Yeah, uh, I on your point about the system, the system just is... I mean, I know lots of people say it's early in the season. It's not that early now. We're about 15 we're games in. The way, we're a third of the way into the season. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure why you can say it's that early now. Um, we get shredded by teams every single week who give any width against us. Any width, because the system is so narrow. Yeah, and that's it, the it's thing so that... obvious. I mean, if we had players with much more ability, the system could work. But the problem is... We're not maximising the players that we've got because they're very limited. So you have to play a much more simple style. And I know that sounds really depressing, but this is where we are. I don't think we've got the players to play anything above basic. So if we stick to that and it doesn't work, at least you've tried. Um, at the moment, we look great sometimes when we're attacking because we've got so many players up there. But defensively, it's a shambles. Absolute <laughs> carnage. It doesn't help that it's so inconsistent as well, though, right? Like when we're attacking, it's, yeah, we might look good when we attack, but it's once or twice in a game for five, ten minute spells, and that's it. The rest of the time, it's almost like there's everything that they are doing is forgotten, and they just try and knock it long and, and play around the back of the defender, which is fine um, as, a, as a style of play. I don't have a problem with it. But there's no link-up between the striker and a winger because there's no winger there because the... The winger, winger in inverted commas, is a like is too narrow and there's no width out wide. So when a striker does end up winning that ball in behind, there's nobody there for him to to play into and then for him to move back into the center and to create try and create chances. It's, it, it almost feels like all of the chance creation is is either relying on the strikers themselves or um balls coming in from like deeper, and that's it. The chance creation from kind of like your number tens is it isn't really happening. Um, I think other than kind of like Aziz having that one cross to Ballard, I, I can't really remember like as having lots of chances created from those two areas, unless the ball actually ends up going out wide to Binden or Guinness Walker, where there is crosses coming in from. Yeah, there's another player I feel sorry for is Bender, but I'm not going to go through every single player because we'll be here all afternoon talking about their either. Yeah, sympathy for them all. They've just been terrible. But one player who has uh, not shined so far, let's put it that way, in a Reading FC shirt is Harley Dean. And Harley Dean misses a tackle for the Fleetwood winner in the 92nd minute. Um it was inevitable someone was going to score, wasn't it? Because both teams were basically quite shit defending, weren't they? Um, they didn't have the ability to do it on any basis for longer than 30 seconds. Very, how an experienced player like that gets caught out so easily in the dying seconds of a match, Alex. I mean, you can say what you, people can say what they like about the young players, but the senior players have not stepped up at all. The senior players are rubbish. They just are. They're playing terribly. So many of them. And I know that we haven't got that many senior players playing, but the, the ones who are are playing horrendously. Um, like they, um, Harley Dean for the goal. 
I, I'm I don't even I don't even play you know in defense I don't not proclaiming to be an expert but there's so many basics that he's got wrong there you've let him get goal side of you you've let him get in front of you in the area why then you've let him turn you why like there's so many kind of basic seemingly defending errors that he makes and yet for some reason he's he's a starter like get rid of him like i don't nobody wants to see him play if he plays that poorly um, I'm hoping as soon as Yedom is back from suspension that he comes back into right back and Binion goes back into centre back because that's by far when we've looked the strongest when is when Yedom has been at right back. Um, is he available for Saturday against Portsmouth? I think he m- must be because I think he's yeah. had his three game suspension now, Fleetwood, Charlton, and Leighton Orient. So I think he must be available for Saturday. Um, we desperately like it, 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 it's strange how we're desperate for Yeardom to come back. I, I don't even really rate Yeardom huge as a right back, but we're desperate for him to come back just to offer some stability at the back. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy how in the 92nd minute of the game, you can almost tell that someone was going to score and it was more than likely going to be Fleetwood because after our goal, I couldn't really remember any chances that we created, to be honest, apart from the one... Um, kind of goal mouth scramble that fell to the man you don't want it to fall to again. Yeah, to Nibs. And Savage does have a good shot there. Obviously, this is going back a bit on ourselves, but it's that kind of podcast. When he hits the post, I mean, it's a cracking shot, to be honest. And he was very unlucky there not to score. I mean, to hit the inside of the post and not go in, it's, it's that kind of night, isn't it? Let's get on to, um, having said that, even after we uh, conceded the second goal, Kelvin has an opportunity, doesn't he? I mean, so, yeah, it's a fairly tame header, isn't it? No, he has a shot as well, doesn't he? When he could gets a shot away, he goes past one player and deflects out for a corner. But let's get on to Ruben Sellers. If this was a normal run club, I think by now he probably would have gone, Alex. I mean, he, yeah, I think he'd either have gone or he'd be very much on the edge at this point, wouldn't he? Because yeah. you're 13 games into the season and really. At, Let's take away results here for a second. Um, we all know football is the results business ultimately, but take away results and even just watching the games without knowing whether we've won or lost games, we aren't playing very well. And there is basically, I would say, zero progress from the second or third game of the season now to the what 13th, 14th game in all competitions. Yeah, we've had the odd moment in games where we've played quite well and we've you know, we've won two cup games or three cup games fairly, you know, significantly, but we aren't playing very well for the vast majority of the time for getting the results. Um, and that ultimately is like the, the biggest damning thing. It's it's not the case of, you know, we're improving and, and we're just unfortunate. We haven't actually improved. Like we're just playing poorly week after week and nothing's changing. You know, every I mean, so many people have said about the whole insanity thing and doing the same thing over and over is is crazy. But I don't understand what the logic is anymore. Why why do you keep doing it? Um, well, we have won the league game since September the sixteenth against Bolton two one. Like, when's the where's the change? What what's you know? We're a month down the line from that, and yet we're still insisting on playing the same formation, the same style. Really, nothing's really changed. And even that Bolton game, let's be honest, we were quite fortunate to win because we scored in like the last second of the game um, or last couple of minutes of the game. We weren't 
we didn't dominate Bolton, we didn't outplay them or anything. It's yeah. yeah if it was a normal club, he'd he'd be either gone or be very much on the you know on a knife edge at this point. And yet, Reading, it doesn't really feel like he is. It just feels like he's just going to amble on Saturday. We're going to play four two two again, four whatever it is. I know. What you mean. Um, we're going to play that same formation. Ben Elliott's not going to get on the field, despite being the, probably one of the most talented footballers we've got at the club. Vickers probably. I don't understand that. And what's happened to Vickers as well? He wasn't even injured, and he's not even on. I, Vickers, I have no idea what's happening there. One of the one of the things that really frustrates me watching is is how like indirect we are when we've got the ball. Um, Vickers and, and Makaru are both very pacey players and very much willing to take players on. Yeah, neither didn't get in the squad yesterday. It's and there's no real reasoning for it. It's just a case of like that was the setup that we went with. Um, yeah, you look at the bench. You know, when you when you turn to the bench, you're like, oh, we need players who are going to change the game. You're not going to change the game by swapping a striker for another striker. Really, that isn't. It's just not going to happen. Um, you're not changing the way that the game is going by doing that. I can't understand Ben Elliott not getting any minutes at all. Like. He's what he's got to be one of the most the got to be one of the most talented players that we have. And same with Vickers. Like the fact that Vickers isn't starting anymore is is really frustrating because and not even on the bench. Yeah, <laughs> don't, don't get, get it. it. No. Um, In our last just, five games, we've conceded sixteen goals. This isn't a team that's getting better or flatlining or showing signs. It's actually getting progressively worse. You know. Yeah. Is is there's no kind of like two ways about that. We concede four at Charlton. We concede two last night. Could have easily been another another couple there for Fleetwood. I mean, yeah, easily we could have scored a few more as well. But you've got to think, where are the signs of us actually improving? Where the issues are is all over the park. You know, there's no one area central defensively attacking where you think, okay, that all makes sense. It's just problems everywhere. And when you've got that with a manager, you've got to think, how's this going to work out? I can't see him, you know, making his way out of it. I mean, I, I've got a lot of respect for Ruben Sellers coming in. Some people will say, well, you know, he's coming to a club. It's better than not having a job at all. And I understand that and get that. But God almighty, what a club to come into. Absolute, well, shit fest. Yeah, but still, still, he's been a disaster, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, I'd love him to do well. But he's, he's, as you say, he's just been a disaster. Like, nothing. I need to use, right. not stop using the word disaster, but it's the only one I can think of for Reading right now and everything. Yeah. Catastrophic. Why not? Yeah. It's, um, you're right. Like, nothing's, nothing's improving. Things are getting progressively worse all over the place. And to me, like, there's only really, there's, there's so much you could try. There's so much you could try to change things. And yet, None, nothing's really being changed, you know. We could try three in midfield. You could try five at the back, but we're just not like we're just sticking to the same same old thing. When it's quite clear that teams have done their homework on us every every single week, um, and you look at yesterday and the fact that we played so many long balls is and against a team which were significantly bigger and more physical than us. I mean, Ballard got knocked off the ball multiple times in that first half by, by their centre-half. And you think, have you done any research into Fleetwood as a team? 
because they were clearly going to outmuscle you and they're clearly going to they're, they're clearly bigger than you and yet you're going to play the ball up to them in the air doesn't like where's the sense like it just doesn't feel like any game plan has gone into that at all no i'm no, just i'm, I'd, I'd I'm rambling yeah. here a bit like i'm just jumping around but i'm yeah, it's just difficult to know what to where to focus anymore with, with there's them. so many issues alex where do you begin I, I don't know i don't know where you begin because there's just endless so i think we're going to uh, end up that pod there because i think otherwise we could just go on for hours and hours and uh you don't want that so thanks if you've listened if you appreciate our efforts give us a five-star review on spotify or apple and don't forget there is a march on saturday starting at blue collar and it will be going all the way to the stadium what time is it starting the actual march alex half past 12 half past 12 so get there before i'm sure blue there's going to be a opens. lot of people there so. blue collar opens at 11 people generally i think are going to be getting there from 12 so you know find yourself find yourself a pint and come down early and then join a march yeah definitely get down there because um you might think oh it won't make any difference but honestly do you want to be one of those people that tries to look back and think well i did something i tried something or one of those ones that's thought oh it's not worth it be one of the ones who actually tried because you'll feel better about it in the future Thanks a lot for listening. Cheers.